Welcome to the Occupational Safety Leadership Podcast, episode number 99. And in today's episode, we're going to continue talking about job hazard analysis, and we're going to go over a couple of practical examples. Um, I've been trying to um, I've been trying to stress the uh, let's take the things we talk about and put it into practice. Uh, as opposed to it's something we talk about in theory, because um, I really think that these are great tools that we can use, but like all things, a tool has to work for you. So we'll sit down, we'll kind of go over a couple of practical examples and all that good stuff then. Um, please do everything you can, if you think this is going to work, to steal it, use it for yourself, all that good stuff. But again, it's got to be something that you can integrate with what you, with what you have, unless, of course, you're really starting with like, nothing and then it's 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 pretty simple to come up with your own system many of us are inheriting the system that's already there and the system can only take so much change so i've done a, a a great job of just talking at this point so let's just dive right into it then so in today's for the job hazard analysis the practical is we're going to look at the five by five risk assessment matrix uh, we're going to use that as our template for this. You know, again, you can use the three by three, the four by four. You can make up your own. You know, whatever kind of works. You know, but for me, this works great for me. So I'm not saying that this is the end all, be all. It has to work for you. So let's just dive right in then. So as we look at our five five by five, I want to kind of speed up some just so I'm just not wasting everyone's time. Uh, we talked about this in previous episodes, but when we look at the likelihood and consequences, it goes from low to high. And if you think about a golf golf score, you want your golf score to be as low as you possibly can. Um, and so when we look at the five by five, it's really easy. You know, we want it to be a likelihood of low one as much as possible. Consequences one as much as possible then, because in the ideal world, you're never going to 100% outlaw these things. But I think we can do a great job of minimizing. So let's look at the first one. And um, for this example, what we're going to use is a, a step by step approach for the job hazard analysis. And this is one that I do uh, at many of the places that I go to uh, work. We're going to use sulfuric acid in this example. So if we look at the step by step, the first thing we're going to do is don the PPE. You know, you can get hurt by doing that pretty darn low, of course, you know. So, um, We'll look at a consequence of one and a rating of, I mean, um, uh, likelihood of one, two. And so the rating is going to be a one. We're going to take the sulfuric acid, move it up from the storage to the chemical hood. So if you think about it, you're going to move a, um, a gallon-sized container, you know, whether that be glass or plastic. Of course, uh, plastic is a lot more forgiving than glass is. But whether you're going to move it from, you know, the chemical storage to the hood, we now know that there's going to be more of a chance of likelihood because you're carrying the acid, you're walking with the acid, you know, you're taking it to the hood, you're, you're making sure the surface is clear, all that good stuff then. So not like this is hard, but again, we're adding in a little more chances of a likelihood and a consequence. So now if we do a two for the likelihood and a two for the consequences, we now have a four for the low. Let's talk about pouring the sulfuric acid into the beaker. Again, we have more of, of likelihood, more of, of the uh, consequence then. So we're doing that now. We're going to perform the test. 
and disposed of the acid in the acid drain on this one. So now we're then taking the uh, sulfuric acid. I'm sorry, the previous step was we were going to pour it into a beaker. So we're taking the sulfuric acid from the gallon jug, pouring it into a beaker. The next one is we perform the test and dispose it down the drain. So we then have a likelihood of three, consequence of three, which is now a nine of a medium. Next, we're going to place empty acid bottle in the area, which is going to be an area where you wash out acid bottles before you dispose of them. So then we have a likelihood of three because now we have uh, probably have acid on our gloves. Doesn't mean that we do, but we probably do. But the consequence is going to be a lot lower. So now we have a consequence of uh, six. So because it's empty. That doesn't mean that you can't spill it. doesn't mean you can't break it. But you know that your consequences are, are less because you now have a pretty empty bottle. We can never say empty because it hasn't been washed and pH'd, you know, and all that good stuff then. So next, we then come with remove acid contaminated PPE. So this is where we actually find our uh, highest consequence here because we know that we have it on our gloves. We know we have it on these places. And now we got to get these off of us without somehow having acid onto our hands or onto some other part of our body as we t 